Hello and welcome to this special edition of Podularity, the online books programme that brings you authors and books in a pod. My name is George Miller, and last night I went along to the Authors Club in London for the award ceremony for the Dolman Travel Book Prize, the UK's only prize for a travel book. Six books were shortlisted, featuring destinations as diverse as Bulgaria and Cuba, Sweden and Mexico. But the winner was Alice Albinia for her first book, Empires of the Indus. It describes a journey from the river's delta near Karachi all the way to its source in Tibet. Along the way, Alice journeyed through some dangerous terrain, home to the Taliban and Al-Qaeda. And as the book shows, it is territory which has not simply been contested in modern times. Competing myths of ownership and origins stretch all the way back to antiquity. It's a remarkably assured, mature and self-confident first book, written with honesty, self-awareness and wit. Shortly after the announcement of the prize, I spoke to Alice in the garden of the Authors Club about the book, but first I asked her for her reaction to winning. It's been a huge honour to get this prize, but I can't help thinking about all the people who I who who facilitated the writing of this book, and that's really um, where my thoughts are turning was to all the people who, who made it happen and the huge hospitality that meant that I could travel to places which otherwise would have been completely inaccessible. The, the numberless. Pakistani, Indian, mostly Pakistani families that I stayed with. And I will want to go away and tell them all. <laughs> you say somewhere in the book that rivers are essential parts of creation myths and the Indus is, you know, par excellence, a myth, a myth-laden river, isn't it? It is. It's, um, it's got an extraordinarily rich, dense and, and ancient history. Layers and layers of texts and peoples and cultures and, and empires. And... The, the way that I wrote this book was a kind of unearthing of, of all those different um, strata. And, um, you know, it's a river which some of the first cities in the world were on the banks of this river. And the Rig Veda, the most ancient Sanskrit text um, in India, was, was written about this river. So everything happened there, it seemed to me, sometimes. And it's almost a wonderful, not, it would have been daunting if, if I'd been in a library, it would have been an incredibly daunting task. But actually being on the banks of the river meant that it wasn't. It was just fasc- endlessly fascinating and enthralling. And you write about ancient history a lot in the book, but you say that ancient history is highly contested. There is not one single ancient history of, of the region. There are competing versions um, vying for attention. One of the tricky aspects of the book was dealing with, with these contested histories um, between India and Pakistan, and in some cases Afghanistan. The river Indus, the Sanskrit name for the river was Sindhu, and that was... Um, was a became a the, the garbled version of this name Sindhu became um, Hindu and then Indus and then Indies and and India and India partition when when British India was partitioned India took the name India instead of Bharat which was the ancient Sanskrit name and and the Pakistanis were astonished and and angry about this because um of course their country they'd chosen a new name Pakistan and and yet their country was the Indus Valley. So the writing of this book and the history of this river is, is full of ironies about the way history is told and myths are um, collected and remembered. And, and what one of the things that I found most fascinating was, um, was what people wanted to tell me when I was traveling. What, which, what, which aspect of the history, which hero, which military leader, which, which song, which poet they held dear and which one they thought I should know about. And it's really a, a book about these people's version of history. And the British Empire has inscribed itself very firmly on the terrain that you were travelling over. Indeed, in 1843, the, the British 
conquered Sindh, which is the southern part of the Indus Valley, and it was a highly criticized conquest. And yet, chapter two of my book is about this, about the, the, the way that the British went about this and, and the spies they sent to this region. And I was surprised and taken aback in, in chapter three of my book, which is about the Shiddis, who are the descendants of slaves brought from East Africa to the coast of Sindh, along up, up the Indus. And, and I was told by these Shiddis that um, for them, 1843 was a moment of liberation. And it was a very curious twist. Um, and again, something that I never would have discovered sitting in a library. It was something that I had to be told by somebody who came from that region and who knew their history and, and who wanted to impart something to me. And I set out to write a history book of the Indus. And it, it, absolutely, that was confounded by as soon as I got there, by, by being there and being on the banks of the river and meeting people. So when you set out to write the book, you, you didn't envisage donning a barca at some point in the process? <laughs> no, I hadn't thought about that at all. I'd just been... I, was, I got the idea to write the book when I was living in Delhi and wasn't, um, I was wearing a shawa kameez probably. And at that point, the, 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 idea, the, the idea of a river was very, very clear in my mind. And the idea of these um, historical ironies was, was something that attracted me. But, but the actual everyday business of going to um, the Indus Valley, the majority of which is in Pakistan, and what that would mean had, hadn't crossed my mind at all at that point. And I was really glad that, that, that um, this book did... Um, opened me up to, to, to all these places but I hadn't, I don't think I even sat down and looked at a map properly when I, when I started. Did you think of yourself as an intrepid traveller before you started in the book? Because you, you crossed some pretty scary territory. Um, I think there are moments of uh, madness maybe in the, in the book and probably things I wouldn't do again. I don't know if intrepid is the right word. I think I, 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 I didn't have very much fear and I trusted in the, uh, I, I was trusted in the people I was with and, and was Probably, I don't know, maybe quite a good judge of people and character and, and the people who, to whom I did entrust my life and, and my well-being were amazing. And all the things I did were, were thanks, to, thanks to other people. Some of who, I mean, I, maybe it was because I, maybe they trusted me too. They knew that, that I was writing a book and that it, I wasn't a journalist or I wasn't, any, you know, I wasn't a spy. And they just, they just saw that, that what I was up to was, was, <laughs> was probably something fun and, and um, interesting. And, and so there was a... There was an exchange of, um, it was a mutual, an act of mutual conviction on both sides, <laughs> I'd say. And finally, can I ask you, do you have plans for a, for a second book? Yes, I, while I was writing this Indus book, I was also writing a novel about Delhi. And, and these two books have gone very much side by side, step by step. In fact, the last journey I made for the book, for the Indus book, was to Tibet. And... The Delhi book, which is a novel, is, is um, about the Mahabharata, which was written on the, the very mountain that I had to walk around to finish my Indus book. So, so the two have really been partners. The, the novel has taken slightly longer, but it's, it's coming out um, in 2011. Well, many congratulations again. Alice Albinia. Empires of the Indus, winner of the Dolman Travel Book Prize, is available now in paperback. I hope you've enjoyed this Podularity special. If you have, it's easy, quick and free to subscribe to this podcast. Just type Podularity into the iTunes search box. I hope you'll join me again soon for another programme in the series. And until then, thank you for listening and goodbye.